Christmas time, the most wonderful time of the year for everyone, including the bad guys. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day, there is a significant increase in crime rates all over the world. While it's impossible to crime-proof yourself during this season, you can lower the risk by keeping your situational awareness up. In this episode, we're going to give you some tips on how to keep yourself safe. So let's get to it. Hey, Scallywags, welcome to another episode of our podcast, A Pirate Talks Guns. I'm your host, John Sello. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. The song should actually say it's the most dangerous time of the year. You tend to be carrying more cash than usual around this season. Your cars and homes are loaded with gifts. A lot of people are usually out buying gifts for friends and family and goodies for Christmas dinner. And criminals know this, and they see the world as a baited field for theft and robbery. Dr. Sherry Hamby, a contributor to Psychology Today, stated that crime increases during the days off. So statistically, Fridays and Saturdays have higher crime rates than any other day of the week. She claims that the increase in holiday crime rates could be due to idle time and inactivity, since there is more time for drinking and substance abuse. She also claims that stress is one of the prime movers of holiday-related crimes. Yeah. Whatever the psychological or socioeconomic reasons may be, just know that crime spikes during the Christmas holidays. In protecting yourself, the reasons behind the spike are irrelevant. We're just becoming a more lawless society by the day. With more lenient prosecutors and judges, lower no bail for offenders, and understaffed, overworked law enforcement agencies on the street, we've been turned into a criminal's playground. And there's really nothing to disincentivize the bad guys anymore. Now, you should be asking yourself, what are some of the things I can do to mitigate the risk? The best and easiest thing to do? Pay attention. And I don't mean just to me right now, but to the world at large. Let me explain that. I push situational awareness a lot in my classes. As an NRA instructor, I'm certified to teach the Refuse to Be a Victim seminar, which also stresses it. And for good reason. If you can recognize a potentially dangerous situation and take steps to avoid it, you can save yourself a lot of pain and heartache. So what exactly is situational awareness? Uh, Wikipedia, because we always cite unimpeachable sources, defines situational awareness as situational awareness, or SA, is the perception of environmental elements and events with respect to time or space, the comprehension of their meaning, and the projection of their status after some variable has changed, such as time or some other variable, such as a predetermined event. That's a long-winded way of saying be aware of your surroundings and what's going on around you. That's something we as a society have apparently forgotten how to do. If you don't believe me, go to YouTube and you'll be able to watch hours and hours of people walking along, faces buried in their cell phones as they trip in the fountains, walk into signposts, get hit by cars, etc. If you're so engrossed in your phone that you fall into a fountain, 
How are you going to recognize threats and come up with a plan to mitigate them? You can't. When I was in law enforcement, one of the things I heard from victims all too often was, he came out of nowhere. No, you weren't robbed by Gumby. He was always there. You just didn't pay any attention to him. Now, most criminals are lazy opportunists. They don't have lengthy planning sessions and practice runs to pull off their crimes. They hang out in mall parking lots looking for the easy marks. The people on their phones struggling to herd children while their hands are full of packages and who will offer little, if any, resistance. You don't want to be one of their victims. Understand that during the Christmas holidays, not everyone is filled with the spirit of the season. The world is a dangerous place, and there are wolves roaming the same pastures as the sheep. The instant you step out of your home, you're entering a hostile environment, and you need to conduct yourself accordingly. You need to keep your situational awareness up and running. Now, your situational awareness should always be on and adjusted to the level of danger. Colonel Jeff Cooper was a United States Marine, the creator of a modern technique of handgun shooting, and was also an instructor who understood the human psyche and established ways to counteract dangerous situations. The most important means of surviving a lethal confrontation, according to Cooper, is neither the weapon nor the martial skills. The primary tool is the combat mindset, set forth in his book, Principles of Personal Defense. I put a link to the book in the show notes. The colonel stressed being aware of what was going on around you and having a fluid plan to deal with contingencies. The good colonel came up with color codes to apply to different levels of alertness. The color code, as originally introduced by Cooper, had nothing to do with tactical situations or alertness levels, but rather with one's state of mind. As taught by Cooper, it relates to the degree of peril you are willing to do something about and which allows you to move from one level of mindset to another to enable you to properly handle a given situation. Uh, These especially apply to concealed carriers. Now, the colors in escalating levels of awareness are white. White is unaware and unprepared. This is you in the relative safety of your home. If attacked and conditioned white, the only thing that may save you is the inadequacy or ineptitude of your attacker. When confronted by something nasty, your reaction will probably be, oh my God, this can't be happening to me. Then there's yellow. Yellow is a relaxed alert. This should be you the instant you step outside your home. No specific threat is present. Your mindset is that today could be the day I may have to defend myself. You're simply aware that the world is a potentially unfriendly place and that you are prepared to defend yourself if necessary. You use your eyes and ears and realize that I may have to shoot today. You don't have to be armed in this state. But if you are armed, you should be in condition yellow. You should always be in yellow whenever you are in unfamiliar surroundings or among people you don't know. You could remain in yellow for long periods of time. In yellow, you're taking in surrounding information in a relaxed but alert manner. It's like a continuous 360-degree radar sweep. Then there's condition orange. 
Orange is a specific alert. Something is just not quite right. It's attracted your attention. Your radar has picked up a specific alert. You shift your primary focus to determine if there is a threat. Your mindset shifts to, I may have to shoot that person today, focusing on the specific target which has caused the escalation and alert status. In Condition Orange, you set a mental trigger. If that person does X, I will need to stop them. Now, your pistol's usually still holstered in this state. Staying in orange can be a bit of a mental strain, but you can stay in it for as long as you need to. If the threat proves to be nothing, you shift back to condition yellow. Then there's condition red. Condition red is fights on. Your mental trigger, established back in condition orange, has been tripped. If X happens, I will shoot that person. Well, X has happened. The fight is on. Red can only be maintained for relatively short periods of time. Those not accustomed to combat will experience a significant acceleration in breathing and pulse rate. The Marines also use Condition Black, and although it was not originally part of Cooper's color code, according to Masada Yub, one of the foremost firearms instructors out there, Condition Black in Cooper's youth meant combat in progress. Condition black now is also used to mean immobilized by panic or overwhelmed by fear. See, there's a reason black is associated with death. So you've got the whole situational awareness thing down pat. So what physical actions can you take to protect yourself and your valuables? Now let's take a quick break before I clue you into some actions you can take to refuse to be a victim. Hey, Anderson area. Are you a realtor wanting to showcase your properties with video? Having a wedding or other special event you need photos of? Need a voiceover for commercials or your office phone system? If you're in the Anderson area, look no further than the Lock Lore Production Group. This full-service audio and video production company has the tools and experience that will give you the product you need. Be it still photography, video, or drone photography or video, you'll be amazed at the results they provide. Again, that's the Lock Lore Production Group. Contact details are in the show notes. Give them a call today at 864-245-1956. So I promised to give you some actions you can take when you're out and about, so here we go. While you're out in public shopping, put your wallet in your front pocket. It will be harder for pickpockets to get at as opposed to your hip pocket. Pay attention to what the people around you are doing. Remember, condition yellow, okay? Don't become so engrossed in examining a prospective purchase that someone can come into your personal space without you being aware of them. If you're paying with cash, does any, anybody still use cash? But if you're paying with cash, don't pull out a giant wad of bills. Leave the money in your wallet and just take out enough to cover the purchase. And seriously, consider using a debit or credit card to make purchases. There are protections built into using them that cash doesn't offer. Don't present yourself as a vulnerable target for bad guys. When you're done shopping, walk purposefully to your car swiftly and steadily. Scan the parking lot. Pay particular attention to the area around your car. 
In most cases, thieves and robbers will think twice about going for a person who seems alert and conscious of his surroundings. The simple act of making eye contact may be enough to discourage them, as they know a softer target will probably come along soon. Don't have both hands full of packages. If you're carrying concealed, you should always have your gun hand free. If you have a lot of packages, by all means, use a shopping cart. They help keep your hands free, and if you're accosted, you can put it between you and your assailant for some standoff distance. And when you go to put your packages in your vehicle, look around to see if anyone's watching you. If you plan on going back into the store or mall, put your items in the trunk. If you don't have a trunk, put them in the interior and cover them with something so they can't tell what they are from outside. That new Xbox lying on the back seat, visible, is all the excuse someone needs to smash a window and help themselves to it. Now, if you have a significant amount of valuable packages, consider going home and unloading the car, then going back to shopping. You know, after all, you don't want someone stealing that little live pet's mama surprise that you had to fight a Karen for for the last one on the shelf. When it comes to your car, never, ever leave your car unlocked or with the keys in it. Live in a gated community that's safe? Great. Criminals are mobile. There's no place safe from them. Lock your vehicle. Take your keys with you. If you're walking down the street and see a group of people and you don't feel comfortable, cross the street and walk on the other side or find a different route going to your destination. If that doesn't work, go into a store and wait for the group to go by. It may take you more time to get to where you're going, but this way you will get there. If you absolutely cannot avoid an encounter while you're out in public, be prepared to abandon any packages you may have and make a run for it. The bad guys will be more interested in what they can pick up and run with than maybe having to fight someone. If you're unarmed or outnumbered, there's no shame in the game of fleeing unharmed. And I get it. We're all wrapped up in the holiday spirit. You're welcoming the holiday by festooning your house with decorative lights. Through your living room window, your finely decorated Christmas tree is proudly displayed with stacks of presents underneath it. To burglars, this is a sight that will set them drooling like a German shepherd looking at a pile of steaks. Close your curtains when you leave. Turn your television on. Have the volume loud enough so that you can hear it from outside your door. Consider buying some inexpensive timers to plug your lights into so that they go on and off at different times. You want to give the appearance of someone being home. If you have an artificial intelligence unit, like a Google Assistant or Amazon Alexa, you can set up routines that work with smart outlets to accomplish this for you. Have them work for you while they spy on you for the NSA. None of these are as good as a real German Shepherd, but better than nothing. And while you're doing some home subterfuge, if you don't actually own a dog, head on over to the thrift shop. Buy a pair of men's work boots, the bigger the better, and a dog's water bowl. Go to the pet shop and buy one of the huge rawhide shoes. Let one of your friend's big dogs chew it up to the appropriate, yeah, this is used level. Then put the boots, water bowl, and chew on your front porch. For the finishing touch, put a beware of dog sign on your door. 
Chef's Kiss. Well, I hope you gleaned a little bit of knowledge from this episode. If you have any suggestions on this topic or one you'd like to hear about, please, by all means, let me know. Well, we've got the first six South Carolina concealed carry classes for 2023 scheduled. You can view the class calendar at our website, register for classes at shootingclasses.com. I put links to both of these in the show notes. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, consider letting one of your like-minded friends know about it. We're listed in all the major podcast directories, or you can listen in at our website. Have a safe and Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you again next year. 